You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how are we doing today? Pretty good. Hey, week, oh, James, you sound funny. in the books. What, yeah. Yeah, so just in case uh, you guys aren't aware, um, James is going to, he's called in today. So we're uh, kind of apart, and so we're going to have a little bit of a different show. Um, with that also in mind, if you hear anything crazy in the background, we've got construction going on at my house. I also have a one-year-old daughter that could possibly scream because she's got an ear infection. So <laughs> just kind of throwing all that stuff out. But we're actually having to quarantine. So we got exposed over the weekend and we're doing our due diligence to quarantine just to make sure we don't spread this virus. So if it does sound a little funny, that would be why. But we're still excited because week two is in the books. And it was a rough one. It was, <laughs> I think to, like, to I say was, the least. I was, I was legitimately... Every time I got like an update on my phone, I was legitimately terrified to look at it. Yeah, I think we have a little group chat between you, me, and JT, and we're yeah. we're we're just laughing at every single update slash message that was coming through our phones with some sort of injury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just like every thirty seconds. So uh, we do have a lot of news we're going to get to. We also have some power rankings for our listener leagues that we're really excited about. We got the monster guys of the week for this past week, and then we're going to do a recap of weeks two and a week three preview. And then, of course, we'll round it out with our DFS options for this week if you're wanting to do some. Which have been pretty hot. So Yeah, so Stay if tuned. you have not been paying attention, um, we've been kind this of killing it. This is going to be a tough week for it, though. But... It would be a tough week. But this is where, you know, the men separate from the boys, right, James? So <laughs> so this yeah. is this is going to be our week as well, so. So keep up with that. But James, let's go ahead and jump in the news because I know we got an insane amount of news to get through. Yeah, we'll start with some good news. Uh, last week, the Rams signed Robert Woods to a four-year contract, 65 mil. So they got him and Cup. They're on like the same deal. Woods just has an extra year. Yeah. Um, players that missed week two, Kenny Galladay, which it looks like they are expecting him back for week three, which if he plays, I'm fine playing him. It looks like he was pretty close to playing week two, so that's good. Mm-hmm. George Kittle was out. Stay tuned for that one about week three. Jamison Crowder was out, and I've heard he has not been, they're not practicing him all week. So that one does look in doubt for week three. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown also is, it's still up in the air for week three. Michael Thomas, thank God he didn't play. He was trying to play week two, but it looks like he's going to miss another week or so. Mm-hmm. He was almost put on IR. Chris Godwin missed. He cleared concussion protocol now, so he should be back out there for week three. CMC went down, ankle injury, out four to six weeks, high ankle sprain. And this is what um, Saquon Barkley had last year, Alvin Kamara had last year. So when he does come back, he's probably not going to be 100% for the rest of the season. It's probably going to take him a few weeks to get back into it. So Mm -hmm. when he gets back out there, he's still going to be a top five running back. But well, do you still At think least, the utilization is going to be the same? Because that was my fear. Is yeah, you know, we'll I just think you have I, to kind of wait and see. I think so, but yeah, it might just not be as efficient. Yeah, uh, Drew Locke injured his shoulder out two to four weeks for Denver. Jeff Driscoll's the backup. 
I did see they brought in uh, Blake Bortles. Yeah, I thought that was really funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Blake. He's a, he's a cool dude. Yeah. But uh, Raheem Mostert, who was on fire this year so far, he injured his um, MCL. Mm-hmm. He Week three is very doubtful. He could miss more time than that. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G in that game also, high ankle sprain. I'm, what I'm hearing is he could play week three, but he's if he does miss, he's probably not going to miss a ton of time. Nick Mullins is the backup. And, I mean, I'll just throw that they also lost Nick Bosa, the Chargers. I mean, the uh, 49ers. Yeah, big blow to the defense. Yeah, that defense lost Richard Sherman a week ago. Like, they still have a good defense, but I'm not, like, scared of them when I see them on a fantasy matchup right now. Right. Because it used to be you saw San Francisco, and it was just a no-go for your players. But now... Mm-hmm. I feel better about playing him. Yeah, especially if it was a running back. <laughs> yeah, uh, Saquon Barkley. Oh, man. Or his ACL season over. Dude, that's a big blow. I mean, he was a top five pick, seems like, in most drafts. Number two pick. I mean, yeah, number well, one and number two picks went down this week. Yeah, well, I mean, it just depends on the draft. I've seen him go later, but yeah, I mean, you're still, that. that's crazy. Yeah, Corlin Sutton yep. ended up playing, left the game early, and apparently just tore his knee up. He's out for the rest of the season. Yep. Like it was it was weird. He was, like it didn't seem like it was that bad at all. He almost went back in the game. The game right. was just like over. So yeah. that was kind of surprising. And that's what happens sometimes when guys try to come back early, you know, yeah, push it. I mean you can you can compensate and do something worse. So Yeah. Uh Sterling Shepard also left early, turf toe, and they put him on IR, which is Good. Turf toe is a very weird injury. I've really only ever seen one player play successfully with turf toe, and that was Julio. But he's Julio Jones, so yeah, he just does. The more time he he's off his feet, is better for him. Uh, Cam Akers left early, separated some rib cartilage. Mm -hmm. Team considers him day to day, so he might be back this week. I'm not sure, but that running back group is just getting very scary. Yeah. The um, Devontae Adams left early hamstring. Week three is uncertain, so make sure you're watching those reports. Mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman, he's out multiple weeks with a knee. He was put on IR. Jalen Rager, this one just came out today. He's out six to eight weeks, torn UCL and a stump. So that one sucks. He's been looking pretty good. And the last piece of news, Devontae Freeman signed one year, $3 million with the Giants. Mm-hmm which a lot of people saw coming after the Saquon injury, which Freeman, because he had been offered more money than this. So I mm-hmm. think he was kind of being smart, at least he might not have been, but looking for a situation where he knows he could get in there and get a lot of running. Because I know like Seattle, he'd be in a committee. Philly, he'd be in a committee. Right now in New York, he has a chance to be the, the guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be great, but yeah, because I have no, I don't think Wayne Gollum is going to take too much away from him. No, I, I do there. think a lot of people were forgetting I, Wayne Gollum, and he's not great, but he's confident. He was yeah. inactive last week just because they had Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman. I don't know. I don't think it was a talent thing. So I still think it's probably going to be a committee in New York. I think Freeman's going to handle the he'll handle the workload dominant share of that but i still wouldn't feel excited if i got him 
Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, I, I look at any starting running back is going to be valuable. Exactly. And I think yeah. for him, he's trying to come back into a situation where he can get a huge workload and just show teams, hey, I'm still relevant. I can still play, you know, and I can still take a workload because he has been hurt and he's had injury concerns. Yeah, he's been, you know, he's all, like always been hurt like yeah. the past three years. Yeah, so I mean, for him, I think this was a smart decision. You know, I mean, he's still getting paid. Yeah, I think him waiting paid off. I typically don't usually like that route or that strategy, but I think it worked for him. So, yeah. So I have a little list for everyone just to kind of visualize what this season has, what people have been going through this season. Yeah. With all these injuries, man. So, within like between weeks one and two, these are all the players that have either missed a game or left a game early due to injuries. Oh, geez. So, Kenny Galladay, third-round pick. Michael Thomas, first-round pick. Miles Sanders, second-round pick. George Kittle, third-round pick. Mike Evans, third-round pick. Le'Veon Bell, fourth-round pick. James Conner, fourth-round pick. Corlin Sutton, sixth. A.J. Brown, fourth. Chris Godwin, second. CMC, first. Raheem Mostert, fifth. Saquon, first. Cam Akers, sixth. Devontae Adams, second. In In 10 team leagues, that's 30% yeah. of the top four rounds. Yeah. And then 12 team leagues, that's 25% of the top four rounds. Well, you can almost but, say that in a 10 team league, there's every team would have been hit by something. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it, almost every team. Any, yeah. Every team yeah, has been dealing with something. I mean, it's, and it's absolutely crazy to, to sit there and think about. I mean, there are a lot of people who probably had like a Michael Thomas, Miles Sanders combo, players Mm -hmm. like that, like Mm -hmm. Saquon, Kenny Galladay, Saquon, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin. Those were a lot of popular stacks. Yeah. So some some people are definitely hit a lot harder than others, but I think pretty much every team has been dealing with something. Well, I can say in one of our listener leagues, I think you and I were joking about the other day when all these injuries were coming out because you came over and uh, (laughs) I was just running, I was running through like my bench of, yeah, Cortland Sutton of, and Jamison Crowder, and yeah, I think it's in the West League. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at your team and for I was the just like, rankings. I'm like, and I think dude. your team's still pretty good, but yeah, looking at it, it was it was pretty funny to look. I'm at. I'm just sitting here, just like because Kenny Galladay is also on that team, so I'm just sitting here, just yeah. listen, I like going down the row of just all these players that are not looking promising. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never remember a season like this. No, it's been crazy. Do you think it's because of no preseason? I know that's been talked about a few times where people are like, well, I don't think it's the preseason. I think it's the modified camp, if anything. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't really know the details of how different this camp was because it right. had to have been different. I just don't know on like a day to day level how different it was. Yeah. Because it, it is very interesting. We have not seen injuries like this. No. I mean, no. We, we really haven't. Not, at least not in the, we're only talking and, two weeks. I in. mean, guys, there's a, like, I could have made like a 50 person list of all the other guys, but I just, I mean, those are just main players. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like those are it, starting yeah, players. So many injured players. Yeah. I think we even joked about it as well that cause we're only on week two and some of these guys are going to be out four to six weeks, whole seasons. Yep. By the time we get to mid mid season, we might not have players <laughs> 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 because everybody's getting hurt. So I, I know that was really funny to think about that. We might not even, you would have thought we wouldn't have played the season due to COVID. Well, here, we might not be able to play the season because there's no one to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think XFL. that would be, yeah, that would be really funny. So yeah, XFL, here we go. Bring them back. 
Um, so now we're we're gonna jump into our power rankings for the listener league, as we just mentioned, and uh, some of this, you know, a lot of it is a lot of changes are probably due to the injuries. We're not gonna yeah, go team by was, team. Yeah, it was hard looking at these teams. Yeah, we're just gonna kind of kind of go down what our rankings are, you know. So if you've dropped a spot, I'm gonna be let's be honest, it's probably due to maybe an injury or yeah, there were a, a bad few start. teams that moved quite a big distance. So, do you want to start in east or west? Uh, we'll do east first. All right. Let's see. So, yeah, number one, I have the big hurt. He's he moved up three spots. He's two and zero. Second, SM Kramer, two and zero. Yep. He also moved up quite a bit, but Super Steve at third, one and one. I had him pretty low last week, and I think, I think he made he a was in, decent jump. Yeah, I think he was, he was last. last. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three sec. To Cressman, fourth, two and zero. Oh. He moved down a little bit. JT at fifth. He moved up quite a bit. Then I have your team. It's zero and two, but I still like the makeup of your team. Sparklight seventh, one and one. He moved down. Then me eighth, zero oh and two. And I I thought I this I I drafted better in the East League too, but my team it's just had some tough matchups. So <laughs> don't you hate when then, that happens? Yeah, ninth. I have dropped dead dad. He moved down quite a bit. And yeah. 10th, don't push this button. Oh, and two. He pretty much stayed pretty close to where he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just so, dropped yeah. a few spots. Which, I mean, it's, I mean, it's expe- I mean, week one, there was a one week sample size. So as we move farther into the season, these will probably start moving less and less. But yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, as, as the season progresses, these aren't going to be as drastic. We're not going to see seven drop or a seven no, point yeah. drop, and or an, you know, or up. have to play a factor. Yeah, injuries do. I mean, again, you know, I've I've got a team right now where it's just like, you know, you start getting a little nervous when it comes to, you know, off weeks, bye weeks, because my you know my bench might look really thin now. So yeah, bye weeks are starting soon too. So. Week week four. Right or week three? Is it this week? No, it's week next week, not this week. Yeah, next I think week. it's next week. Yeah. So, so in the West League, uh, let's see. I don't think there's really any surprise. <laughs> this dude's team stacked right now. Yeah. It uh, was it D. Frederick? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's crazy. Is I went and looked at his team the other day, and I'm like, man, does he really draft that well? How the heck did he get some of his players? I just couldn't believe it. Like his his team looks the makeup of his team looks really good. I honestly believe he's going to stay in that spot for quite a while. Um, yeah. But that's just my opinion. So he jumped up from the second spot to number one. Uh, Jesus, what is it? Jesus? I always say it wrong. Jesus. 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 Uh, so he jumped. He's at number two. He jumped up from four. JT uh, stayed at three, it looks like. Yep. So I I feel like he's lucky to be at three um, with some of his draft skills that I've seen. Yeah, I just beat him this week. Ah, and, loser. Uh, so yep. James moved up uh four spots to number four. Uh looks like I moved up from six to five. Looks like Rao X two went down, dropped quite a bit. Yep. Uh down to six. Warren Sapp dropped a little bit down to seven. And then uh Hoosier Boyer. Is it Hoosier Boy <laughs> I just now got that. That's good. Uh he jumped a little bit um up two spots to eight. MC Wild dropped a couple spots down to nine, and then Tyler, you know, everybody loves Tyler. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, he dropped, he's now in last place. He was at ninth the week before, 
dropped a little bit. So, I mean, if you've moved down some spots, again, probably injury-related, especially if you had one of those top guys like CMC or Saquon. If you had Saquon as your your number one running back, yeah. I mean, dude, you guys are you, your season is going to be a little bit more stressful if you didn't draft deep in that spot um, for running backs. So uh, let us know what you guys think of our rankings. As always, we love to have fun with it. Again, this is all just a lot of this stuff's just supposed to be for fun. Um, but I want to say the the smack talk in these leagues, though, man, I've actually been really impressed, James. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, these leagues have been a lot of fun. They have been an absolute blast to be a part of. So we just want to say thank you to all of the guys that are in there. You guys are really having a lot of fun, which is all we really want to see happen. Um, so we really do appreciate it. We got some guys coming for the podcast, it seems like, too, which is, is always fun to listen to. Uh, we'll see. But... Uh, <laughs> And <laughs> we're going to move on to our monster guys of the week. So last week was the first week we've done this. So just a little quick reminder of what we're doing is we're picking guys each week that we feel like had great, great games. If it's just because their their point totals were just off the chart, or if it was maybe they shocked us a little bit against their matchups, you know, so these are just going to be the monster guys that we thought of the week. And so I'm just going to go ahead and jump in with the first one, which is, He's in my dynasty on my dynasty team. I really enjoy having him on my dynasty team, but it's Russell Wilson. So came out, had a huge week. Couldn't couldn't really believe it. It was almost like a shootout game. It seemed like. Yeah, that was a <laughs> lot. Uh, that game was a lot of fun. You know, this week there was a there was a few games where I was kind of like, this is really boring, and then, and then there was yeah. a few games where I was like, this is fantastic. I mean, yeah, it was this just was a great Sunday night game. Yeah, it was a great game, and, and I mean, yeah, Cam was in honorable mentions for week two too he also had a great game but yeah i mean russell got the win and this is just what russell wilson does hopefully it'll stay throughout the whole year but he he always has every year stretches like this where he's just on fire for multiple weeks yeah i mean and that's what i think i really enjoy about him and he's also i don't know if anybody else has really noticed but he's starting to run a little bit more yeah that's always the key to him yeah, so I mean, if he's, he's going to continue, he's it, great at rushing, but he's one of those quarterbacks that would prefer to pass than run, pretty much in every scenario, which is usually good for the NFL field, but for fantasy, sometimes it's nice to get some of that rushing. Yeah, so I mean, he ended up having, you know, just again, just a a really really solid game. So five was it five touchdowns, I think, on two eighty eight. Yep. I mean, yeah, and he on. really hasn't been throwing the ball a ton. He's just Russell Wilson. He he's can just, make it happen. Yeah. I mean, he's just so accurate, too. So, who we got next? Dak. Yeah, boy. I mean, I think he had three rushing touchdowns. Dude was on fire against Atlanta. That like, was another fun game to watch. Three scores. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of called that game. That was like the game I was, I wanted all the fantasy players in it. And it didn't disappoint. It was a very high scoring game, and Dak was great. Yeah, I mean he he threw forty seven attempts, which is just insane. Uh, yep. Yeah, he had three rushing touchdowns, which is also kind yeah, of insane for four hundred. Yeah, that I think that's like the it's, first time. Yeah, it's not typical. He's he does run the ball. Don't get me wrong, but that's no. And he usually has a lot of rushing touchdowns every year. But yeah, three in a game for quarterbacks a ton. He threw yeah. four hundred fifty yards for only one passing touchdown. So you would still got you would almost rushing. think he had he had five rushes for eighteen yards. You would think that his three touchdowns would have been passing, and the run rushing yeah. touchdown would have been you know. Yeah. So, but it's not. It's it's a little flipped. But that's what makes it fun to watch. But yeah, he had a monster yeah, game think, this week. 
I think Atlanta, they were the first team ever to score as many points as they did without having a turnover and still lost the game. They just know <laughs> how to lose a game, man. Yeah, it's and it's sad because I, I was watching that game and I was like, dude, Atlanta's got this. Like, I'm really surprised. I thought, I really, really thought Dallas was going to come out and just run away with that game. And yep. they didn't. And then all of a sudden, oh yeah, here's Atlanta. <laughs> There we go. That's how they blow games. So that it, again, it was a it was great to watch. But we're gonna jump to running backs now, and I'm gonna let you talk about your boy because you've been yeah, so so been. stacked about this all season long so far. Yeah, I kind of put a little cold water on the people thinking that it was just a guaranteed lock that yep. he was just gonna have a ton of less touchdowns. But Aaron Jones, I mean, he's already got four touchdowns in three in two weeks, and this is what Aaron Jones does. I mean, I, he almost won me a championship last year pretty much by himself because of these weeks. When he goes off, he just absolutely wins you the week. 45 points. Mm-hmm. I think he had like almost 250 total yards. And I mean, the do, and watching the game, I mean, he is, he is one of the best pass-catching running backs in the league. Yeah, The amount of times he's out wide and Aaron Rodgers throwing him jump balls, 50-50 balls. For a running back, he, he is just... Impressive, man. I love Aaron Jones. Yeah, I saw that happen two or three times in the game where he would, you know, Aaron Rodgers would just throw like back shoulder, you know, type. Like almost like he's targets in this game, six targets last week. I mean, he's just involved in every facet of the Packers offense. Yeah. You know, you got a really good running back when you're going to, when Aaron Rodgers is going to throw him passes the same way he would throw passes to Devontae Adams. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, Aaron Jones had a great grab too. Yeah. And it like, on top of the defender, it was awesome. He, he he's just one of those players. When he's on fire, you have to watch. If we had, you know, as of right now, we, we're we don't do this, but if we had to pick one player over the whole week, Aaron Jones definitely got that as the monster yeah. player of the week. Yeah. Um, but next, we're going to talk about Alvin Kamara. I mean, he had another, you know, kind of a disappointing week one. I would say for Alvin Kamara, came out. I, I wouldn't call it disappointing. He did pretty good. I mean, but it, it, this is this is what I would like to see out of Alvin Kamara, though. I mean, he yeah, had he, nine receptions on 95 yards, you know, because he, again, he is an elite pass catcher himself. Yeah. Two rushing touchdowns, you know, on 79 yards. I think he actually yeah, had he more had receptions game. than he did rushing attempts. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. And, I mean, with Saquon out and CMC out for quite a while, I think Alvin Kamara is going to end the year at the number one running back spot. I mean, there's a chance, dude. Aaron Jones, I think, is right now number two. Yeah, he's, I think it's like him, Alvin Kamara, and Zeke. I'd put my money on Kamara, but yeah, I mean, it's season long. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be really interesting to kind of find out which really sucks for our rankings because, you know, (laughs) obviously didn't even get really a shot, but yeah, at least it's injuries. You can't do anything about that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Alvin Kamara also like Aaron Jones has four touchdowns on the year and that's where Alvin Kamara makes his money too is in touchdowns. Right. So next, uh, wide receivers. Um, I did feel, you know, we talked off air briefly, but I did feel like this was a, a week of for running backs and tight ends. Our receivers, not a ton of receivers had really big weeks, um, but we did end up going with uh, Stephon Diggs was one. He did 153 yards and a touchdown on 13 targets for eight receptions with Josh Allen. This is what I was kind of anticipating happening throughout the year anyway. Yeah. You, you know, Josh I mean, Allen 13, likes to throw it deep. 13. 13 targets is the headline to me. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Eight receptions, 153 yards. 
that's a great stat line. I mean, week one, he had nine targets too. So I think for now you have to consider Stefan Diggs a mid wide receiver two every week. Yeah. I mean, as long as he keeps getting those targets, you know, he's going to catch the ball as long as, you know, Josh Allen just has to make sure he gets him the ball. So who we got next, James? Calvin Ridley. So I think right now he's the number one wide receiver on the season and had another great game, 10 targets, seven receptions, 109 yards. But two no touchdowns surprise, again, man. two touchdowns again. <laughs> I mean, this kid just catches touchdowns. It's and crazy. Yeah, I mean, especially with Julio dealing with a little injury right now, it kind of kept him a little limited last week when everyone was going off. So right now, I mean, Calvin Ridley is a top 10 wide receiver yet every week right now. Yeah, I mean, we knew that he was a touchdown machine. Yep. But he's also starting to get a massive target share too, which is yep. what we we weren't seeing in the past. So that's what I'm really in, starting to enjoy. So yeah, Calvin Ridley, I mean, he was our one of our breakouts at the beginning of the year. You guys didn't go get him, you're lost. <laughs> yeah. So moving on to tight ends. I, yeah, speaking of breakout picks. Yeah, I mean, Mike Gusecki this week. Uh, 27 11, points, 11, 11 targets, targets. Yeah. eight uh, catches for 130 and a touchdown. Yeah, I, I'm. I was so stoked. So he was one of my. He was my late tight end pickup in almost any league if I could grab him. And yep. majority of the time I was able to, especially in you know our whatever. You never know what's going to happen league. You yep. know, uh, he was one of my last picks, and so I like taking late round, uh, late round tight ends and i usually if he if he if he can be as consistent as he was kind of at the end of last year if he does that over the full season dude i'm gonna be super excited for what mike Osecki is gonna bring yep and the other one is darren waller not a surprise no i mean he didn't like finish like number one on the week or something but his 16 targets 12 receptions 105 yards he yeah. is this passing game right now for the Raiders. Yeah, you know, we at the beginning of the year, we didn't know Brian Edwards. You know, we're, we really like his film. Henry Ruggs, yeah. you, you say what you want. He hasn't really done much so far. But we didn't know how many targets were going to get taken away from Darren Waller. So he, would, he dropped a little bit in our rankings. Targets have not been disappearing from Darren Waller. No. I mean, he is still... Derek Carr's go-to wide receiver and 16 targets definitely and shows And the touchdown's you. nice to see because that was something yes. he was lacking last year with the touchdowns. So hopefully we can see more of that. Yeah. I mean, and just watching watching that game, I mean, no one was able to stop the guy. He's he's no. seriously just huge. So Yeah, it like honestly looked like New Orleans was just like we have to stop Josh Jacobs and everyone else we don't care about cuz yeah, Darren Waller was just all all over the field. Yeah. So lastly, uh, like we did last week, we're going to talk about, you know, our monster team of the week. There was a couple uh, games we really did enjoy. And so it was a little it was a little hard to choose, but we ended up choosing the Chargers, even though they lost. All right. They went into a game which we knew that they were going to have Herbert as their quarterback because Tyrod was dealing with, you know, some of his issues. I think Herbert, he got the notice like a minute before kickoff saying you're the starter yeah which is tough yeah and for anyone so he can't i mean because there was nothing broke until the game started no i think tyrod taylor he had difficulty breathing and went to a hospital i think he has a punctured lung 
But yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, it was he crazy. The Chiefs on a five minute notice. Yeah, and you played the Chiefs, and, and he played pretty good. I was, I wasn't was terrible. Delightly surprised with Herbert. He looked like he was like trying to get Keenan Allen involved, and I think, I mean, I think a couple big plays deep almost, overthrew, but I, I like seeing Chiefs, him shot. Yeah. I think the Chiefs played worse more than the Chargers played better, but I still think almost beating the Chiefs in overtime with yeah. a rookie quarterback on his first start within five minutes is is not bad for Herbert's first start. Yeah, it, he it's, had it's not. three touchdowns. He had a pretty good game. Yeah, and I, I, that's exactly why he's we we ended up going with the Chargers is Super Bowl champions. You take them to overtime, defense, you lose, but still, that defense is at one of the tops in the league. So if that offense can move the ball a little bit, there'll be a hard team to play week in and week out. Yeah. Well, and you can see that, you know, some sometimes you always have that mentality. If you have a, such a really good defense, your offense just has to be okay. Just just get enough points where your defense can still take and win games. You know, so it doesn't take too much, and we'll see what happens the rest of the season. They say Tyrod's going to be the guy if he's back, but I yeah, which is I was uh, never uh, high on uh, Justin Herbert. I'm still not super high on Justin. No, Herbert, yeah, I don't think but, you can make a decision either way. But I was pleasantly surprised how how he played. So yeah, that's our that's our team of the week. So next, I think we're going to be jumping into just our recap of week two, and then our our week three preview. Yeah, and I guess we'll just start on Thursday night, which was surprisingly a pretty fun game to watch. I mean, battle Burrow, of two terrible teams. <laughs> yeah, Burrow was slinging it. He looked very good. I thought he finally had three t- passing touchdowns, and the Browns look like they're getting something worked out. I mean, the Bengals offensively don't have a maybe good defense or anything. Baker didn't look nearly as bad. Still threw a pick. Ch- yeah, Chubb and Hunt. Chubb ended up having two touchdowns. But watching the game, I kind of remember it. I don't really – I feel like – I felt like Hunt was more involved than the box score would portray. Yeah, it was It was and pretty Hunt, and pre-split. Chubb would, yeah, Chubb would still make me nervous rest of season thinking I have a locked and loaded top 10 guy every week. Yeah. Because, for I mean, it was only a five-point game at the end of the day, but this was a pretty contested game most of the time. And Mixon, you just have to stay – you just have to stay put. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be selling him for anything. He's He's been getting the work, and he got more passing involvement this week. And, I mean, watching him, I still think he looks very talented and very good. He just needs to get into the end zone. But the nice surprising thing out of this game was Odell. I thought Odell was looked really, really good. Yeah, I was really happy to see that him and Baker were finally able to really get some some deep ball connection. That touchdown. Yeah, they should have had a threw. second one too. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, and they should have had a second one. So I was really, really happy to see that. I don't think Baker was perfect in this game by any means. No, no, he still has a little ways to go. And kind of make up. And I'm not year, jumping but. on Joe Burrow either, you know, right now. I mean, he looked he looked good in the game. I thought yeah, I was very I was very happy. But he's still yeah, I, it's still Cincinnati in that in that offense I'm still a little nervous about mostly because of the offensive line. I mean, Burrow was still on his back a lot. Yeah, Burrow, uh, Boyd had a good game, seven receptions, 72 yards and a touchdown. But AJ Green, man, 13 targets, only caught 3 of them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could start Green until he proves something. 
I really don't want to start anyone in this offense besides Mixon. Right. Yeah, no, so I, look, I agree with you. Looking ahead to week three, the Bengals, they're playing the Eagles. So, yeah, I mean, besides Mixon, do you feel comfortable playing Green or Boyd? No. Or Burrow? No. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's kind of a pass for me, too. And then Cleveland, they're playing Washington. It's at home. I'll play and everybody. Cleveland's a seven-point favorite. Yeah, I'm playing Chubb, Hunt, and Odell, yep. and maybe Landry if you need to. Landry's never going to be a bad play. He yeah. has been a little rough to start, but... No, but go play your guys for sure. I mean, Washington's defense hasn't hasn't been terrible, but I, I, I think this is going to be another decently high-scoring game. If they game. can hold up that... De- if the Browns' offensive line can hold up, the that front Washington D line, I think the Browns will be looking good. I mean, it's only a forty-five point over under, so it's I don't expect a lot of points in this game. But oh, see, I was thinking I definitely it's expect Cleveland to win. Hmm. It'll be interesting. So you want to go to the Giants uh, Bears game? Yep. This is one of those disappointing games <laughs> that I was talking about. You know, yeah. I really kind of anticipated this to be a lot better. Uh, Daniel Jones a, didn't look great in this game. No, there was a bright spot, which I thought was David Montgomery. Yeah, He was clearly their best offensive player and had a great receiving touchdown. He looked really good on that. And luckily, he did leave the game early, but came back. And everything looks good with that. But Mitch Trubisky is back to being Mitch Trubisky. And we kind of talked about the running back situation earlier. But now with Sterling Shepard out, I think you can trust Evan Ingram and Darius Slayton. Mm-hmm. But besides that, Tate, I've never really been high on. Right. Playing the 49ers this week. So, yeah, I'm playing Evan Ingram. I'm willing to play Slayton. I just think that 49ers defense is beat up. Yeah. I mean, as long as that, because the pass rush isn't going to be the same. So. If you paid to pick up Freeman, are you starting him this week? If you have to, I mean, if you were the Saquon Barkley owner and you ended up getting Devontae Freeman, then a hundred percent. But yeah, you know, yeah, I think, I'm in that same boat. But I wouldn't expect a ton. I, yeah, really I don't. Ex- I don't expect it to be an amazing week, especially still. But it's San Francisco's. I honestly don't think Daniel Jones is that bad of a start either. I don't think so. I think if you wanted to, maybe if you have a stack, like I have a stack in a league where I've got Daniel Jones and Darius Slayton, so that might end up playing in my favor. But it's still San Francisco's defense. It does like me look a little bit nervous, but their offense isn't going to be the same. So, yeah, you know, you you really kind of have to play, you know, both sides of the ball here. So, I th- yeah, and the, I think there could be an upset because I'm assuming San Francisco still picked a win. Is that correct? Yeah, they're picked. They're four point favorites, forty one and a half point over under. Giants are home, so. I think I would take the Giants plus the points, but I don't know if the Gi- I would pick the Giants to win. That one's still tough. I, I wouldn't pick them to win. I just meant I wouldn't be surprised if they do. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's going to be very close. But So the Bears are playing Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I think you fire up David Montgomery. I think David Montgomery is in a really good spot this week. And Allen Robinson, it's been tough so far this season. He hasn't done a lot, but I still not would his be firing fault. him up. Yeah. Not his fault. I think 
you know, you I mean, t- he had nine targets in this game. He only ended up catching three of them, and we know whose fault that is. Right. But Anthony Miller, not a chance. Had a, did, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't start him. If you need to, you can drop him. He had a nice week one, but it's just you can't trust Mitch Trubisky. So, do you think if Mitch comes out and has another rough week, he'll be done? I think if it's like brutally bad and they get waxed by the Falcons, I think there is that chance. Yeah. For sure. Because even though they ended up winning and against the Giants, it was still a really bad game. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mitch did not have a good game. Right. So, I mean, Giants almost came back to win this game, too. I really wish they they should have, but. Yeah. So, Atlanta, the Seattle. Dallas. Oh, you got Seattle next? Yeah. Seattle, New England. Which, yeah, I think this was one of the best games of the past week. We've already talked about Russell Wilson. Cam also. I mean, Cam, 397 passing yards. Yeah. Two more rushing touchdowns. I mean, this dude is on fire, and anyone in the league could have had him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Julian Edelman I mean, won almost 180 for receiving. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, and Nikhil Harry, man. I was very impressed with Nikhil Harry. And in yep. the fourth quarter, when Patriots were marching back, he was repeat. I mean, play after play, going the Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Well, I do feel that you know through this whole season, I was really high on Nikhil Harry, as you know, prior yeah. to most drafts. I yeah. was saying take a shot on him late. Take a shot on him late. Anybody that came and said, you know, hey, I'm looking at who's a good waiver pickup week one. If Nikhil Harry was there, I still said grab him. Yeah. Most people I, couldn't. But <laughs> I picked him up this week in a league that someone dropped him after week one, and yeah. I feel great about Nikhil Harry now. I think down the stretch, I, throughout this whole season, when it comes playoff time for your league, you know, Nikhil Harry might win you a league. I, I definitely think, yeah. He, he could. Maybe not he himself, out, but I'm just saying he, he could contribute. No. I mean, yeah, Edelman out, kind of out. He always will. He always he will. had a huge reception game, but Nikhil Harry out-targeted him. And Edelman just kind of had a couple more big plays. Yep. But I mean, yeah, Cam right now, he's a locked and loaded weekly starter for me. Yeah. Well, right now, he's definitely top 12. Yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's, he's definitely the number top two 12. quarterback on the season right now. Yep. And the Patriots, I think they have another good matchup this week. They're playing the Raiders. So, yeah, I mean, I'm firing up Cam, obviously. And I think you can play Julian Edelman and Nikhil Harry. Yeah. I mean, Nikhil Harry, I think, would be a great flex option if you're really looking for a flex. Yeah, we'll get to him in the DFS lineups. Yeah, for I like sure. him this week. And then, um, we, and then Seattle. Seattle, they Chris Carson clearly, I mean, got all the rushing work, was decently efficient, but he got the passing work again. Ended up yeah. with another receiving touchdown. His passing involvement is very good so far, and it's, it's a bright spot. Yeah, because I was then, a little surprised with it. Yeah, DK edged out Tyler Lockett in this one a little bit. He just had a big play. But right now, I just, I mean, they're kind of a 1A, 1B situation. Mm-hmm. Lockett's still been out targeting mm-hmm. him. But, I mean, they're both weekly starters. Chris Carson's a weekly starter, and Russell Wilson's a weekly starter. You're starting all of them pretty much. I can't think of a situation where you wouldn't. Yeah, and they're playing Dallas this week, so there's a chance that oh, I mean, yeah. we're going to be another high-scoring game. Yeah, there's a couple really great matchups this week, and that's one of them. Yeah, I, I and we'll get into it later too. But the Baltimore Kansas City game is going to be so much fun. Yes, yeah, Seattle's favored by four and a half points. I'm a little uh, surprised. Well, it's because they're at home. I bet. 
Yeah, and I think I would take Seattle to cover. Yeah, for sure. So where you want to go next? I've got the Atlanta Dallas game next, um, which was again a lot of fun to watch this past week. You know, Dallas coming back ended up winning forty to thirty nine. Just a huge game for Dak, four hundred fifty passing yards again, which is just crazy. Yep. Uh, Zeke Elliott, not not a bad game. Calvin Ridley for Atlanta had a great game. You know, yeah. It was just, it was do, a lot of fun to watch. I do have a question on the Dallas side, though. Yeah. Wide receiver wise. CD Lamb, no. the number two. I don't know, man. So I, I was always pro Michael Gallup as yeah, number me two. Too. And he's been getting good targets. They just haven't been connecting. And I, I don't bring this up to like, don't drop Michael Gallup. I still think he'll be usable down the season. But I think with Blake Jarwin going out, I think there are definitely room for three usable fantasy wide receivers in this Dallas offense. But so far, C.D. Lamb has looked good and has been out targeting Gallup. Yeah, I mean, he had nine, you know, C.D. had nine targets for six receptions, 106 in this game. Yep. So, I mean, you know, that's really good. He still doesn't have a touchdown on the season. I think Michael Gallup does. I think he He might have. No, I don't think so. No, he doesn't either. Never mind. Yeah, and Michael Gallup's kind of struggled in the touchdown department in yeah. his career. But, yeah, I mean, Cooper, he's still a like a top quarter line. He's usually a top 10 guy every week. And Hurst ended up having a decent game. It was mostly just on a broken play, though. He got a big touchdown. Yeah. But Russell Gage, and I mean. Well, all three wide receivers had big weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, besides Julio. He was, but uh, I'm chalking that up to the injury. Yeah. I think, I think Russell Gage is a decent start most weeks, especially in the right matchup. But Gurley, not a great game. Mm-hmm. 21 attempts, 61 yards. This is about what we feared for Gurley. I think he's kind of a matchup, low end RB2. You hope he gets in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, you would definitely, if you had him in a standard league, would be pretty disappointed, too. Yeah, I mean, like we just talked about, the Cowboys are playing Seattle. I think everyone knows who they're starting, and I think you can start Gallup or CD. I think it's going to be interesting. I think I think this is going to be the week where we're going to kind of find out who's going to be that number two, because Michael Gallup's more of their deep threat guy. It seems like his yards per catch is a lot higher. He's always been high, yeah. Yeah, it is always higher. Um, than than Amari Cooper's for the most part, and then so far C.D. Lamb. So, and Atlanta's playing Chicago. I think you can start Matt Ryan, obviously yeah. Ridley, mm-hmm. uh, Gurley, if you have to. Yep. And then if Julio gets out there, obviously Julio. But if for some reason Julio does miss, I think Russell Gage would be a great play. Yeah. And Atlanta's only favored by three points. I'd take the Atlanta. All day. Yeah. All day on that. I don't think Chicago's going to come. I don't think Chicago's going to have a chance. All right. Who you got next? Uh, let's hit the um, Ravens-Texans. Because this one was kind of a, a... I mean, Atlanta... I mean, Baltimore put up 33 points, but it was kind of strange. Lamar didn't have a great game. Mm-mm. I mean, Lamar... But that's for Lamar. He still had a, a good enough game. Deshaun Watson, we kind of know where we're at right now, but like, what happened with Will Fuller? 
I don't know, man. Disappeared. I, yeah. But and I Brandon mean, he Cooks does that. had eight targets, five receptions, 95 yards. Yeah. So I think whatever you need to, we need to find out what happened with Fuller because that was just weird. He just legitimately disappeared. David Johnson got every piece of the rushing in this game by the running backs. I think, like we brought up in the beginning of the season, Cooks and Fuller are a lot closer together. And I think Cook's in a good matchup. I mean, this Baltimore playing Baltimore is just tough, though. Yeah. Marquise Brown had a decent game. Mark Andrews had a bad game, but that's going to happen. I'm still who's Baltimore playing? Because oh yeah, they're they're playing the Chiefs. Yeah, it's going to be a good it's Monday game. night. Yeah, Monday night. You're playing Lamar, I'd be willing to play Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, but and that's just usually the guys who you play on Baltimore. Yeah, for sure. Ingram had a big play. Gus Edward, I mean, I still don't want to touch anyone in that running back group. Well, I mean, Gus Edwards wasn't even in the discussion for us for most of this, and then all of a sudden he comes out and was the rushing leader this week for, yeah. for them. I'm like, wait a second. You know, you have J.K. Dobbins there and Mark Ingram there, yet Gus Edwards was who you're running, you know, and so maybe they're just going hot hand. And I hate when... If that's what yeah. teams do, I I don't I don't draft those players because yeah, you, you can't, can't trust you can't them. yeah you can't anticipate it. You're not taking all three. <laughs> and Houston, they're playing the Steelers this week in Pittsburgh. That's gonna be a tough game. I think I'm willing to play David Johnson. And I mean, if Fuller's going. out there and it looks good to go, and Cooks is still fine, I'm willing to play Watson, but. I, I really don't – I want – I need to know more information about Fuller. Because if Cooks is the only guy out there again, I would feel hesitant to start him. Yeah. Hopefully something will break soon and we'll be able to hear it. Yeah. So who do you got next? We don't have our normal setup right now, so <laughs> trying to – I can go. Uh, I'll just yeah. throw out yeah. some chargers. Yeah, throw out another game. It was surprising on all counts. Mahomes ended up having a decent game. The Clyde was bottled up pretty well, which was kind of expected. This Chargers front, this, this whole Chargers defense is one of the best. Tyree Kill and Kelsey had a good game. Both had good games. I kind of saw this as a Kelsey game. Yeah. And, I mean, Clyde, he still got eight targets, six receptions, which is great to see. And they're playing Baltimore. You know who you're starting on the Chiefs. There's the four guys, the big four, Clyde, Tyree, Kelsey, and Mahomes. But if hopefully, I honestly hope Herbert is stays the starter. Is that how you feel for the Chargers? Well, I mean, for me, you know, it I mean, all just comes... 311 yards. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to do a lot opportunity. You know, and Justin, the thing that Justin Herbert, I I will never knock is he's got incredible arm strength. Yeah. So he reminds me, yeah, he reminds me of Drew Locke a little bit. So, I mean, if Drew Locke can be a starting quarterback and be efficient, Justin Herbert can be, I just, he, he misses a lot of very open throws Yeah. and it, and it kind of like, he blew a touchdown early in the game. I think it was to Mike Williams, you know, so I mean, it, it should have been an easy pitch and catch and it wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> it was nice to see, though, Eckler got back involved in the passing game. Four receptions, 55 yards. But Keenan Allen 
was nice to see 10 targets, seven receptions, 96 yards. That was yeah. a good game. Hunter Henry had a good game. So I feel more comfortable with Keenan Allen if Herbert's starting. Well, and yeah. I think if you're looking between Herbert or Taylor, I'm not a Tyrod Taylor fan. I never have been. You know, I was really frustrated when he was in Cleveland. Like, no, let's just play Baker. So let's let's just make that happen. So I wouldn't mind seeing Justin Herbert for the benefit of the team. And we'll just have to kind of see what his film is and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, and Joshua Kelly, he's he's been getting a lot of work. I think he's a decent bench piece right now, especially if you're running back needy. Yeah. So I think Kelly's going to have season-long value. Yeah, well... 23 and, attempts. I mean, he only had 64 yards, but if he's getting that work, I think he can improve on the efficiency. And the Chiefs had a good de- have a good defense. Well, you can almost look at this as like the Chubb, you know... Um, Hunt. Hunt mentality, yeah. you know, between Eckler and and Kelly. So yeah, you just and, you just don't know. Yeah, the Chargers are playing Carolina this week. So Ooh. if Herbert's if Herbert's starting, you're playing Eckler. Well, you're playing Eckler no matter what. But if Herbert's starting, I feel good about Keenan Allen. Yeah, and Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Yeah, me if too. If Tyrod's starting, I would still play Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry, but I would downgrade him a little bit. Yeah, and Eckler would stay the same. Yeah, Eckler. Yeah. Perfect. So my next matchup that I've got is the Detroit Green Bay game. Okay. And for being in, you know, interdivision rival game, Green Bay once again, dude, just kind of blew their division yeah, away. Back to back weeks. <laughs> you know, last week posting forty points against Minnesota. This week posting forty points against Detroit. You know, Aaron Rodgers didn't need to be Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Jones was Aaron Jones. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you know, you don't have to worry about that. When Aaron Jones leads Aaron let, their team in rushing in receiving. and receiving, yeah. that's a big week for Aaron Jones. Yeah. Uh, Marquez Valdez, Scanley, and Lazard both had, they pretty much had the same stat lines. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, he needs to be out there, I think, for the passing game to work. I think Aaron Jones will work regardless. And they're playing the Saints this week. In a Devontae Adams is out there. You're obviously starting him. You're obviously starting Aaron Jones. And it, you obviously, if Devontae Adams isn't out there, you're not starting Aaron Rodgers. So I think everything on the Packers side is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. But the Detroit side, I am very – because I kind of put out that I was fading Marvin Jones this past week. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a good decision looking back. He ended up with a touchdown. So he kind of saved his day, but he only caught four passes for 23 yards. Right. I think this offense needs Kenny Galladay. And yes. if he's out there, I feel really good about this. Yeah, I mean, Stafford only Alliance. 244 passing yards, which is usually half of what he normally would have in a game. I think he's really missing Kenny Galladay. And we'll, yeah. we'll kind of see. Because if Kenny Galladay and, is back this week, you know, how do you feel about starting him? I mean, I would, I would, I would feel good about starting him. Okay, perfect. And I, I think Stafford's even a decent player. They're playing Arizona. And Hawkinson had a decent game last week. He's been catching every pass thrown to him pretty much this year. He caught four for 62 yards. Mm-hmm. I still don't want any part of this rushing uh, t- rushing attack. But, no. yeah, if Galladay is good to go, I'm willing to start Stafford, Galladay, Hawkinson. And Marvin Jones, I think when Kenny Galladay's there on the field, he's a good flex play. Perfect. What do you got next? 
Washington and Arizona game last week. Mm. Kyler did it again. Yep. Kyler being Kyler. Two rushing touchdowns. Threw almost 300 yards and a touchdown. Yep. And Drake, it, it has been a little underwhelming, but he's been getting great volume. You just have to write it out, just like Joe Mixon. You see his tw- tweet that it came out with, I think? No. Where he was talking about, like, he's so disappointed with how he started his season so far. He's asking all fantasy owners to drop him. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, no. Nah. Well, yeah, guys, please. Please drop Kenyon Drake. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, if you if you have Kenyon Drake, because I don't, go ahead. I'll mm-hmm. take him. But no, no one should be dropping Kenyon Drake. He's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, and Hopkins is... DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's a locked and loaded top five wide receiver rest of the season. Yep, I agree. And Kirk, he didn't have a great stat line, but they did connect on a long, on a big play, which is good to see. I still think by the end of the year, they'll get something worked out. But it's just those three in the offense that I feel good with. And they're playing Detroit. And you're starting Tyler Drake and Hopkins. You still can't start. Kirk until he proves it, right? And I think they're they're poised for another big week. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to them in the DFS. You know, Washington. You know, didn't look super great. You know, Terry McLaurin was fine at 125 awesome. yards. He looked fantastic. Outside of him, I think the the rest of the offense just seemed to struggle. Bright spot though, Antonio no, Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. He had a couple really nice plays. He looks good out there on the field. He got um. Only had two mm-hmm. targets in 13 rushing attempts, but he turned that into 55 yards and a touchdown. I I don't think it's going to be long until he's the workhorse guy in this offense. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really taking the reins anyway, so why not give it to your rookie and just say, hey, let's do this. So I would Washington be- is playing the Browns this week. You're starting Terry. Yeah. And I don't – I think – Gibson's a decent flex play if you're feeling lucky. Uh, Brown, yeah, I, I I don't know. That's tough. What do you think? I wouldn't mind it. I think the Browns give up a lot of rushing. It's just, are they going to let him run? I think that's what it comes yeah. down to. And so I would be nervous putting him in as a flex just well, because. I think most weeks, and I think like this week, Washington's going to be coming from behind. And he's the best pass catcher and running back on that team. So I think. Most weeks, he'll get decent passing work, too. So, yeah, I think he's a decent flex play. Yeah. Next game, we've got Jacksonville and Tennessee. Uh, Surprising game. Yeah, a, little, a lot closer than I anticipated. We've been knocking Jacksonville for a while. Um, but Gardner Minshew well, you, had a game, dude. Yeah, it's more of their front office than the team because we both kind of like Gardner. We both love Chark. Mm-hmm. I was just really surprised at this game flow and how it turned out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Gardner had a huge game. James Robinson had a big game, which was nice yeah, to see. Yeah, James Robinson, oh, he is looking – I think he's, he's been a shining star so far. Yeah. 16 attempts, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, And, and they, he had four targets in this game. And Gardner threw three? The three? Yeah, three. Yeah, three touchdowns. Yep. So, I mean, the offense was scoring point, points, and their defense, like we knew, would be in shambles. So, you know, they played Thursday night tonight against the Dolphins. Uh, Who are you starting on Jacksonville? I I don't think there's anybody I wouldn't start. I mean, I'd go Chark all day. Um, If he is, he does. He is 
under the questionable tag right now. He has if been he's, getting in yeah. practices. I think he's good to go. And I would, yeah, I would also feel very comfortable playing Chark. Yeah, I, w- I would, if you need a running back, I think James Robinson, Miami's defense isn't going to be the best. So no. he, he would be very good. And, and I don't Gardner's think I would, yeah, I don't think Gardner's going to be a bad stream play this week against Miami. Nope. So if you're streaming quarterbacks, he's going to be a really good option. And the Tennessee side, Tannehill's just been on fire. Four Dude, passing touchdowns. Johnu Smith has been on fire. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's been great. Adam Humphreys had a decent game with a touchdown. Corey Davis caught a touchdown. But Derrick Henry kind of fell on his face a little bit. He had 84 yards, but when you don't get any passing work and don't score a touchdown, 84 yards isn't good for you. No, it's, that's not good at all. And I think, you know, we're we're looking to see if A.J. Brown will come back this week. I think that's also yeah, that's, a nice spark in the offense. Yeah, it's still up in the air. They're playing Minnesota this week at Minnesota. If A.J. I, Brown is back, play him all day because that secondary yeah. in Minnesota is god-awful. Yeah, Tannehill is a great start this week. Henry yeah. could end up as the number one running back on the week. I think if A.J. Brown's there, you play him. Janu, you play him. And if AJ's out, I think he could play Corey, Corey Davis. Davis. Yeah, for sure. I, I had to play him in a le- we, uh, lineup this past week. And, um, I mean, it was kind of good he caught the touchdown. But, I mean, he could do that again if AJ's out. All right. What we got next game? 49ers, Jets. Okay. And it sucks how Moster went down. He had the, this, the big ADR touchdown run he had in this game. Mm-hmm. It was the fastest play ever recorded. Yeah. That is how electric this dude is. Yep. He's was one of our breakout picks and he had been killing it. Mm-hmm. And McKinnon too. I think McKinnon, even if Mahoster didn't go down, was gonna ha- is gonna have season long value. I liked him a lot in the waiver wire section. Yep. This yeah, week, yeah. hopefully you got him in one of your leagues. I know you picked him up in some leagues. Yep. I tried my best think, at least. Yeah, he's looked good. <laughs> Tevin Coleman's going to be out, but this offense is kind of still in shambles. Yeah, Jimmy G down. I mean, Nick Mullins, you know, Nick Mullins isn't a terrible passer, but they no. don't have a if lot of Kittle wide receiver can get out, If Kittle can get out there this week, you play Kittle. Yep. And I think McKinnon's a decent start, but I'm not starting any wide receivers on this team. No. They're playing the Giants. It's I not mean, a good – I mean, it's a good matchup, but – it's just like, you know, because I picked up in our Dynasty League, I picked up Bourne. Yep. And I'm sitting here just like, he's going to have big, I mean, because come on, man, like Debo's still out. Brandon Ayuk was kind of dealing with yeah, some yeah. stuff. Yeah, Bourne had a decent game. But it's not. Five I, targets, four receptions, 67, but that's about the best you're going to get from Right. Him. And I'm like, but I was thinking something monster, and it's just not, it just wasn't. No, it was yeah. Jordan Reed ended up with two touchdowns, Which eight was, targets, seven receptions. Good to yards. see Jordan Reed, though. Come back and score some touchdowns, yeah, but it is. I'm I'm not excited about it though. I just don't care. Yeah, just, yeah. And then the Jets side. It's just the Jets. We can move on. It's so <laughs> gross. It is so gross. Um, I did think Chris Herndon had a chance to have a big week this week, yeah. and did absolutely li- one catch for five yards. Yeah. Well, you're I, not starting. You're not playing anyone on this Jets roster, and I. The only person it, it's looking is, like Crowder's not going to play. Yeah, this would week, be Jamison so. Crowder. But if he's not playing, then it he, doesn't matter. But I think the no. rest of the team loses a lot when Crowder's not on the field because he takes so many targets. Yeah, they're playing the Colts this week, and it would have been a fine I, matchup. Yeah, I picked up the Colts defense 
in yeah, a couple weeks be... play this week. I think they're going to smash. Just so that if the Jets, you know, the New York Jets front office, when they when they decide to start listening to the podcast, just so to be clear, if you guys want airtime, just fire Adam Gase. Then we'll it. be fine. Do it. Just just make it happen. Let's get a real coach in. We'll give you some airtime. Yeah. All so right. next game, Rams <laughs> versus Eagles. Um. Yeah, that wasn't a bad game. I think the Rams. Are you worried out. about Wentz? Uh, when he has looked so bad in back-to-back weeks, yes. <laughs> and I'm I'm really a little bit nervous about the whole offense in general. You know. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, see, I'm more worried about the offense. I think Wentz has just been too good for too long. It's not like it's just going to disappear. I think he's just had it's. It sucks when it's the first two weeks of the season, but he still threw 242 yards. He had a couple bad interceptions. But that, it's the bad interceptions that I'm getting frustrated yeah. with a little bit. His decision I mean, making is not as as good as it has been in in years past. As far as like actionable fantasy advice, if you have to, you can drop Wentz. But Sanders no. was nice first yeah. week back. Had, had a, a big, big game. game. Yep. Deshaun Jackson had nine targets, six catches, sixty four yards. Pretty decent game. Ertz was back to being the number one tight end. Philly is playing. The Bengals this week. I think Miles Sanders is a great play this week. Yeah, I think you could play Ertz, Deshaun Jackson, and Goddard if you have to. But for the Rams side, what do you make of this team right now? They're two and zero. They've been good, but it's been two completely different games, two completely different game scripts. Yeah, and every like no one's done anything good in both weeks. Yeah, so, I mean, this week it seemed to be, you know, Cooper Cup show as far as wide receivers go. Um, yeah, you had to let them in targets. Yeah, but. and, you know, Robert Woods, as he got the touchdown that I wanted him to get, he didn't get any other passing work. Yeah, and it and was, a was a rushing touchdown. touchdown yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I think he only had three receptions. So that was, it wasn't, you know, two, two receptions, even worse. So Yeah, it was a bad <laughs> game from him, but Higby... I mean, Higby he was didn't monstrous. Do much in week one, but three five touchdowns. catches, three touchdowns. <laughs> three touchdowns, five receptions, three touchdowns. He like, what it. the heck? And then, if I wasn't mistaken, because I didn't actually get to watch this game, which really disappointed me, but didn't Daryl Henderson get some work? Yeah, he let him in rushing attempts. Had a pretty, it was mostly so, half of his yards came on one play, but still, Malcolm Brown left early, Cam Akers left early. He was just kind of the last guy standing. Yeah, so, I mean... It's going to be very interesting to see what happens when it when they come back. If Cam Akers is going to, I don't anticipate Cam Akers playing this week. Yeah, I think you're more than likely he's going to sit out this week. Even if he plays, you're not playing him. I still think Cam Akers is a hold. I don't think you should drop him. Right. And I think Daryl Henderson. The Rams are playing. They're playing Buffalo this week. He might be an okay spot start. I wouldn't be too thrilled with it, though. Yeah, I like Jared Goff last week against the Eagles. I had him as one of my DFS quarterbacks. I thought he'd have a good game, and he did. But versus Buffalo, I think you can start Cup, Woods, and I think Higby can have another big game. But besides that, I don't want to touch any of the running backs until they start sorting themselves out. Yeah, and figuring out what what direction they're going to actually move forward with. Yep. All right, next game. see, we've got Carolina and Tampa. Okay. You know, Tampa, they've, you know, Tom Brady finally got his win. Yeah, Evans. 
Mike him and Evans had a great game. Yeah, Mike Evans. Well, you know, Godwin wasn't able to play. And now, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty much just Mike Evans and Tom Brady killing it. Well, Leonard and Fournette the, had a big game. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. But I, I mean, as soon as it was, he was signed to this team, we were both saying, "Get out of his backfield." Yes. Do you see Fournette as the as the guy you want in this backfield now? The thing is, is when when Fournette I still came, don't want to touch it. I when when he came over, I anticipated Leonard Fournette being the guy because he can be the guy. <laughs> and so I, but I think what Bruce Arians might be doing though is game scripting his running backs. And so yeah. if you need the power back this week, he's going to run the power back this week. Yeah, and I if mean, they the, need the, the speed s- back, then they're going to run the speed back and. I don't like that because you can't guarantee week to week. No. But, yeah. I, st- I still don't want any part of this team. I if, mean, running back. Group, if you had to not, take a shot though, if you had to, who would you go with? I guess I would stick with Fournette. I would too. Unfortunately. I think, he, yeah, it's just the hot hand, but I wouldn't feel good about it. He did see five targets, but McCoy still saw seven targets. Yeah. I think it looks like Godwin's going to be back this week. Mm-hmm. And Tampa Bay, they're playing Denver this week. And Denver's it, a little bit in shambles right now, so I'd play. I'd play everybody. You're playing Edmonds and Godwin, obviously, and I think Brady is an okay start. But besides that, I don't know. I don't know which running back you would start. I mean, I would again. I would I think take they're the shot both with desperation plays. But yeah, if you have to play one, I would play Fournette. Yeah, and I think he he could have possibly the better game yeah carolina side of this game though bridgewater didn't throw a touchdown had decent yardage right i was happy to see that dj moore got some freaking work though because yeah 13 (laughs) targets eight receptions 120 he looked great but robbie anderson is the thing guys he i think robbie anderson is going to be a season-long usable guy yeah and mike davis because he was my favorite guy this past week for the waiver wire running backs it was like him and McKinnon. Mm-hmm. But the reason I like Davis the most was his receiving work. In this game, when McCaffrey went out, he had eight targets, caught all eight of them for 74 yards. I think that's going to be the backbone of his fantasy value when McCaffrey's out. Mm-hmm. And Carolina, they're playing the Chargers this week. Tough matchup on the road. Yeah, I think he played DJ Moore. If you spend a lot on Mike Davis, you probably have might have to play him. I wouldn't feel great about it. And Robbie Anderson, I think, is a flex play. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I have DJ Moore in one of my leagues. I have a pretty decent depth at wide receiver. Yeah. And so if A.J. Brown is actually, he, I have both of them on my team and Robert mm-hmm. Woods. Those are my three uh, main guys. If A.J. Mm-hmm. Brown's playing this week, I'm actually going to take DJ Moore out and play AJ Brown just, beca- just because of the matchup. Yeah. I have DJ Moore in a league. I plan on starting him this week, but I don't hate that. I, if you have the ability to do it, you can, most people probably don't, but I also was able to draft three stud running backs. So I actually play th- a running back in my flex, which allows yeah. me to have an AJ Brown on my bench. Yeah. So I can make that, I can make that adjustment, but because again the matchup he's also not getting the touchdowns but we'll we'll have to just kind of kind of wait out and see i you know teddy seems to really have that connection with anderson so yeah i mean yeah he's he's just getting a 
little bit bigger plays, but I think I still think DJ Moore is the number one. I yeah, I do too. It's just starting to kind of get a little disappointing. All so right. the next game, yep. Colts and Vikings, and the Vikings, man. Well, let's not say the Vikings. Let's just say Kirk Cousins. <laughs> uh, Dalvin Cook ended up with another touchdown, kind of saving his game, but he yep. has been not. He has he was okay in this game, but. It's not looking like last year at all. No. And I think and Adam Thielen ended up having, they just couldn't connect this week. I think you're still starting Thielen and Cook every week. And they're playing Tennessee this week. I would still start both of them, but I am not high on the Vikings at all. Yeah, it's really disappointing because, you know, I really like this offense. Uh, I really I really like this offense a lot, actually. But Kirk Cousins showed me again, you know, this week where he has these games where he just he really, really struggles. Yeah, and three interceptions I, is surprising. I think he even had negative points on the day as far yeah. as fantasy relevance goes. So he was in the yep. negatives. So I don't look to stream him maybe next week against Tennessee. No, I don't. Not until they can prove something in the, like consistent in this passing game. Yeah, I just wouldn't take week a Week one was good, but Cousins still didn't have a great week. Right. And then the Colts side. Phil Rivers is just kind of doing Philip River things. But yeah. the surprising thing out of this game to me, I think it has to be Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's Taylor, usage. Yeah, yeah 100, 101 yards you know, on the he ground. He had 20 opportunities in the first half. Yeah. I mean, it was just monstrous. You know, Naeem Hines kind of disappeared You know, in this game. Yeah. I don't even think he... Which had, is going to happen, but I still think Hines is a decent flex play most weeks. Yeah, but I was really happy to see. And we, and we knew this was going to happen. If Marlon Mack went down... I was extremely confident that Jonathan Taylor was going to be the next guy out. Yeah, and they're playing the Jets this week. Jonathan play Taylor's him. a smash he's, play. He's a smash play, yeah. And Paris Hilton, Paris Campbell went out in this game. He is on the IR. He'll probably be back sometime this season. I am starting to get a little nervous about T.Y. Hilton, though. I still think you can play him this week because of the nice matchup against the Jets. But... If it, it did, if it doesn't happen this week, I'm gonna what do you how do you feel about Hilton? I just I think the wide receivers in general, I'm kinda getting nervous about. I mean Philip Rivers, two hundred and fourteen passing yards. Pittman outproduced Hilton this week in pretty much Pittman's first game. Yeah. Six targets, four receptions, thirty seven yards. But that's I'm still not happy about that. No. No, but yeah, as far as a rookie go, that's not a bad performance for your first game. Yeah. And I'm not trusting Mo Ali Cox. Oh yeah, neither am I. No chance. I mean, if I have to take a again, if I'm taking a shot long term, you know, I might go with the younger talent, you know, and take a Pittman, you know, over a Ty because I think Ty's game is just deep, and Philip Rivers can only throw the ball like 40 yards, 30 yards. Yeah, so. <laughs> even in this great matchup, Jonathan Taylor's an obvious start. I think Philip Rivers is an okay stream if you have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to play Hilton this week, but it's got to happen this week or I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on either one of them. I think the only start that I would take this week is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And Indy's a 10 point favorite. <laughs> well, I mean, I get why they're a 10 point favorite, but, you know, still, <laughs> it's going to be running game or nothing for me. Yeah. So Broncos and Steelers game. Yeah. Had some big injuries in this game, Sutton going down. Mm-hmm. And it was not a high-scoring game. Driscoll, he's not a bad, as far as backups go, he's not bad. He's one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. 
Jerry Judy's looking okay out there. Yeah. Let him in targets. Let yeah. him in yard. Well, sudden let him in yards, but yeah, Fant is a top ten tight end rest of season for sure. I think, especially if Sutton's going to be out. Hamler had some nice targets, and I know that they came out and said that KJ is going to have more, you know, work. Well, yeah, he's going to have to. He has to, you know. So, um, but I think you know, looking forward, do you think Judy can take over this offense with Cortland down? Yeah, I do. Yeah, too. I do. 100%. I, I you know, I, I was think in like more a, of a I think in like a month, month and a half, I think Judy is going to be probably wide receiver two or something week in, week out. He's getting close. I mean, seven targets this week. He had a lot of targets last week. It's going to be tough with, Dr- with um, Driscoll in there. I think especially when Drew Locke comes back, I think Judy's going to be good. And, and then Melvin Gordon... Mm-hmm. Had a tough matchup, was able to end up with 70 yards, caught a couple passes for a touchdown. Broncos are playing. They're playing Tampa. Yeah. Uh, I play Fant. That's it. Yeah, I'm not looking too, too thrilled. You know, I don't think Judy would be a good spot to play right no, now. No, not, not yet, <laughs> and not with Driscoll. Yeah, so. I think it, we're going to have to kind of wait and see what this offense looks like this week. Noah Fant yeah. would be a great option to play and, and, and it, out it, on everything else. Fant's usable because he's a tight end. He yeah. only needs five targets for four receptions. And, and a touchdown or something. Yeah, and on the Steelers' do. side, Connor, I had him on my fade list. And I don't know if I would take – I mean, he ended up with a good game, had a big, long touch, a big, long play and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. 100 yards on the ground. Deontay Johnson, though. Dude, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. 13 targets. Another another late-round wide receiver pick. Yeah, and Chase Claypool had a big touchdown. Juju didn't have a great game. Don't look Caught into that, seven though. balls, though. Juju will be fine. Yeah, he is. I think Big Ben, the Steelers, have a pretty decent matchup this week. They're playing Houston. Yeah. I'm starting Big Ben, Juju, Deontay Johnson, and James Conner. I mean, if you drafted James Conner, this is what you signed up for. So Yeah, up and down. You, yeah, you're just gonna have to roll with it. Because when he's out there and he's healthy, he's a top ten running back in this offense. And I think Deontay Johnson's starting to finally show like, you know, he can be a per, you know, I'm just a, surprised just he's really been out targeting good. Juju how bad how by how much he has yeah i think he had what another 11 targets this week 13 13 targets this week yeah he out targeted him last week and this week yeah so well he's going to be their possession guy i think i think big ben's really comfortable with him as well so yeah yeah i like this offense a lot yeah me too and of course their defense is still pretty good so so a couple games left yeah who we got buffalo miami yep you know, a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Buffalo, like we thought, would almost happen. Buffalo almost blew it. <laughs> yeah, but Allen, Josh last Allen. week, set his passing yards record at like 312 or something. Yeah, blew that this out of week, the water. 417 for four touchdowns. I mean, this dude's on a heater like yeah. he's never been on before. And Diggs, like we talked about, was catching everything. Mm-hmm. John Brown, again, had another good week. I think that's more matchup based, though. But the running back situation still don't like it. Still don't want any part of it. Yep, I have no desire. Fifty-six yards for Devin Singletary. No thanks. 
the Bills are playing the Rams this week. The Bills oh, are at home. You start Josh Allen and Diggs, and I think that's it. Yeah, it's a tight line. Bills are only favored by two points, but they are favored, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, when you when you give up twenty eight points to arguably not a very good offense, that's <laughs> interesting. You know, because I think the Rams' offense is way better than Miami's right now. Yeah, Fitz had a much better week too. Yeah, my boy Gasecki had a monster game. I still don't want any part of this running back situation for this team either. Yeah, but Gasecki and Parker got it done. Gasecki yeah. had a monster week, but Parker had a good week. Yep. And Preston Williams has been a little disappointing so far this year. He's yeah. been getting the targets; they just haven't been connecting. I think you can drop him if you need to. I don't think he's a major hold, but Parker. Miami's playing Thursday night against Jacksonville tonight. I'm playing Gasecki, obviously. You have yeah. to play Gasecki. Mm-hmm. And Parker, he has been questionable, but he was questionable going into last week, yeah. playing a much better defense. I feel pretty good about Parker right now. Eight targets, five receptions, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine playing Parker tonight against Jacksonville. Yeah, I agree. And their running back situation is it is getting very strange. It almost seems like Miles Gaskins might be their uh, main it, guy, but then when they get closer to the end zone, Howard. they yep. yeah, it's Howard, and, and it's just like what is going on right now. So they're kind of committing. Gaskin it. has been getting decent reception work too. Seven yeah. targets, six receptions, thirty six yards. But I mean, six receptions for thirty six yards. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get a little bit better than that. So I'm still completely out on this running back group. Yeah, me too. I think we have two games left. Well, I know we've got the New Orleans. No, we only got Vegas one, right? Yeah, we just got one game left. Saints yeah, so. and Raiders. Saints and Raiders on Monday night. Yeah, was, this was um, a lot surprising. of fun to watch. So the Raiders, let's start with the Raiders because the Raiders were okay. almost our team, our monster team of the week. Yeah, because yeah, they were. They were definitely not the team to win. <laughs> no, they were <laughs> like uh, four point underdogs at home. Yeah. Against the Saints, Saint, I mean Saints and then Michael Thomas, but they should have still cleaned up. The Saints and still have an Carr amazing had a good team. Game. Yeah, I would still say Jacobs had a good game. It wasn't, I mean, clearly it wasn't nearly what he did week one, he but he got touchdowns. the ball twenty-seven times. And the Saints have one of the best run defenses in the league. Yeah, he was still able to get some big runs, and was still involved in the passing game. Three targets, which is you like to see. We all but, know Darren Waller being the main yeah, event. Yeah, it was, and that was it in the passing game. Really, I'm really surprised Derek Carr was able to hit almost 300 yards and three passing touchdowns. Yeah, all the Darren Waller because it's just yeah. I mean, it was yeah, it was all Waller, and the next leading receiver had three catches for 37 yards. It's ridiculous, which I think was Brian Edwards, wasn't it? Uh, Hunter Renfro, but yeah, oh, Brian Hunter Edwards Renfro. had yeah. two receptions, 42 yards, which was nice to see. Yeah, and they're playing New England this week, so. You know, it's going to be you a little start diff- Jacobs and Waller. Yep. Yeah, I don't. Up. I don't think you're going to jump on Derek Carr right now unless you're playing maybe in a two quarterback league. But yeah, uh, the rest of them you're sitting. And the Saints, but there's man, a lot of questions for the Saints. I think. Yeah, I mean, with what Michael Thomas with out, and what's what's going to happen moving forward with their their wide receivers? Do you think Breeze had that bad of a game? It was. It I wasn't call him. It a terrible game, but it was not. It was it was pretty bad. I mean, he was missed a, quite a few throws. I felt like he was under pressure more touchdown. often than he than normal too. Like I don't know. Like I wouldn't yeah. when I when I think of the Raiders D line, you know, 
they've got some pieces there, but I felt like they were able to rush him more than normal. You know, Breeze had a yeah, really bad pick late in the game. Game for the Saints. I mean, they had no idea how to guard Waller on the defensive end. No, they kept moving and him around. Offensively, besides Kamara, who had a huge game, it was like Traquan. Who's just awesome. Like, yeah, Traquan. <laughs> I'm not trusting. And no, Emmanuel I mean, Sanders was a disappointment. You bring in Emmanuel Sanders, who's no, I wouldn't say maybe elite wide receiver, but he's no, a very he's, talented but he's a wide very receiver. Very capable veteran wide receiver. He's yeah. been very elite in the past. Yeah. So why and, he wasn't relevant is beyond me. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a decent start with Michael Thomas being out against the Raiders, who have a bad defense. Yeah. Three targets, one reception, 18 yards. Yeah, it's a joke. That's Drop. an absolute and joke. If he, you, if he can't do it, if he couldn't do it Monday night, he's not going to do it. Yeah. And Jared Cook had a decent game, you know, as usual, just being Jared Cook. But uh, yeah, Actually, he had a pretty bad game. I thought he had a good game. I thought he had a touchdown. Am I not thinking of it? Yeah, yeah, a touchdown, but two receptions, 13 yards. I mean, mm. that was, I mean, it's a tight end. It's not terrible, but. I just feel like whenever a tight a end game. scores a touchdown, it's a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much mostly what you want. <laughs> but yeah, like we said, I'm not trusting Traquan. No. And they're playing and Green honestly, Bay next week. Yeah, honestly, it sucks. Because if Michael Thomas, if I knew he was only out, say, one more week, I would try and keep Breeze on my bench. But right now, if you have to drop Breeze, I think you can. Wow, that's a bold statement. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have a good time against the Packers. And if, I would wait a week. I, I would see what happens here. But if if yeah, if it's a bad... Yeah, um, if I knew Michael Thomas was only out one more week, I would say hold on the breeze. Because Michael Thomas is also going to be his ankle sprain. It's going to be something he's going to be dealing with for the rest of the season. Yeah. And I don't know if he, Breeze can be supported by just Kamara and hopefully Traquan Smith catching a deep pass or something every week. Right. So you want to move on to our uh, DFS stuff? Yep. All right, guys. So, so just in case you've missed it, uh, stay tuned to the end of the podcast because we go over DFS stuff and we've been knocking it out of the park. Yeah, so, I had to brag a little bit one of the listener leagues last week. I've had a pretty good yeah. two weeks. The um, So we'll get into it. This is for the main slate, DraftKings. And we'll start off in quarterbacks. I like Kyler, fourth highest price quarterback versus Detroit. I also like Big Ben versus Houston. I'm not scared with Houston's defense and Big Ben can easily put up a top three quarterback week. And they're and at if home, you right? go, yeah. yeah. And if you want to go a little bit cheaper, I love Tannehill. Versus Minnesota, 13th highest priced quarterback. Tannehill's been on fire. And that and defense if they can get secondary. AJ Brown back, that's just a bonus. Yeah, and that secondary has really been bad this year. So I like that a lot too. So running backs, we've got uh, Miles Sanders versus Cincinnati. Obviously is a good one. But 12th, Yeah, running backs this week are pretty because like you're missing CMC, mm-hmm. Saquon, you're missing Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, all these guys, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who aren't on the main slate. So yeah, there's not a lot of top running backs. A lot of these guys are lower down. But yeah, so Miles Sanders is going to be good. We like him at you know at the 12th spot. Kenyon Drake against Detroit, 16th, not bad. And even deeper than that, David Montgomery against South yeah, Carolina is going to be great. It's going to be a good play this week. It's going to be a really good play. And then some some higher-end ones, just in case. You got Austin Eckwood versus Carolina. That would be an elite matchup. And then yep. Jonathan Taylor is just going to kill it versus yeah. the Jets. 
So uh, yeah, I kind of find a way to play going, him. Going back between Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor's like eight hundred dollars cheaper. So I thought Jonathan Taylor would just be a better play. I yeah, I mean Jonathan but Taylor's I, just going to kill this. Derrick Henry could very easily be the one running back one on the league. True. All right, you want to go well, over wide receivers? Yeah, wide receivers. I think we you just got to roll with Hopkins. He's mm-hmm. been great through the first two weeks. He's the highest priced wide receiver, but I still think if you're going to pay up, he's the guy to go for. Now, like Amari Cooper versus Seattle, that I mean, Seattle's just been in shootout after shootout, and Cooper's been great. Cowboys have been putting up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And then Deontay Johnson, I still think he's being disrespected. In yeah, for sure. The DFS world versus Houston. I think he's a great stack with Big Ben. Juju's even decent price this week, too. I think that would be a pretty nice three way stack. Big Ben, Juju, and Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is a 32nd highest priced wide receiver. And Nikhil Harry, dirt cheap, 56th price wide receiver versus Las Vegas. I really like him. Mm-hmm. And then Tyler Lockett in that Seattle Dallas game. I think Dak and Russell Wilson. I almost put them up for the quarterbacks. They're the first and second highest priced quarterbacks, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't mind picking one of those guys in the lineup. Say you pick Russell Wilson, throw in Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson, Amari Cooper on the other side, maybe in a, even a DK Metcalf. I think that's going to be a huge game like the Dallas game was last week. You want to get to tight ends? Yeah, man. So tight ends, you know, a lot of them pretty are pretty ugly this week. Yeah, pretty pretty they're, bad matchups. There's a lot of there's a lot of tight ends. They're all kind of priced together. Yeah. So obviously Tyler Higby against Buffalo, number two overall, fifty nine hundred bucks. A little high for what I would like to spend. Yeah, but, but Kaseki just tore this defense up. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tight ends. I, yeah. I would just pick the guy that you like. They're all pretty close in price. Yeah, Noah Fant versus Tampa, fourth highest at 54. Evan Ingram, San Francisco at five, number eighth overall. And then even Zach Ertz against Cincinnati. Again, there's not a lot working for Philly right now, but it is a pretty yeah. bad defense in Cincinnati. So yeah. Ertz could get a ton of targets. Um, so And he's seventh at 51. So I think you know when you go and look at tight ends, I try not. I typically try not to spend too much on a tight end. Yeah, but pay down too. But at the same time, you know, if if you get a good matchup, some of these tight ends can get you almost as many points as your wideouts. So, yeah, if they yeah if they go off. So yeah, we like we like some of those, and of course, you and know, then figure defense, out your own defenses. Just pick yeah, <laughs> pick whatever works. Yeah, defenses are always tough. Um, I usually buy low on defenses as well. Yeah, like I played Miami last week, I know, yeah. and they scored like two points, but I know in like one of Caleb's lineups, he paid up for a defense. And they scored. And like, they scored like five points. Yeah, so, so I mean, I mean and I, I, yeah. Miami was like at least $1,500 cheaper. So no, I think they were more than that. I think they were. They about, were $2,100. Yeah, Miami but I think I paid week. four, almost 4000 or 4500 for my defense. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why you don't always pay up for a defense. Even though I thought the matchup was great, <laughs> it didn't work yeah. out any better. So, you know, you you lose out on other positions, you know, by spending more up on a defense. So, yeah. So yeah, let us guys know if you've been winning any money, whether DFS picks or if you have any questions, have, lineup so. decisions, start <laughs> and sits. <laughs> Hit us up Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the TFL Monsters, Patreon, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Yep. And so thank you guys again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters, and we'll catch you next week. Have a go. Bye. You can hold me back. 
Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, mind like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you. 